Welcome back to Wings on Wings. I'm Doug. Oh, I'm DJ. This is Michelle. <laughs> this is Tatum. Hi, it's Brett. Hello. Oh my god, everybody sounds so good in my headphones. Uh, as I was explaining to Michelle, so we have a new uh, recording setup here. Hopefully there's a different in sound. Uh, when I listen normally through the, the old setup we had, it was just barely there. And everybody sounds so rich and wonderful. It's nice. So they'll be able to hear our breathing in the Right, the breathing and the chomping. Yeah, right, clear. Yeah, right, good. Yes. Um, After this, we'll be eating bananas on air. <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> that, is, that is so awful, it's hateful. Uh, so, we just, speaking of awful and hateful, we just watched X Lies in Videotape, uh, episode 19 of season 6 from wow. February 28th of That's 1995. We're flying through this. We season. are. We no, are. we're not. I know. I, we've been watching Wings for ten and a half and years. What are we eating? I don't know where the sauce is. So oh. The big bad dog. Has it. Uh, today we've got Food's Best Friend, Lucky Dog, Chrome. This is a Red Savina Habanero with Drake's 1500 Dry Hopped Pale. Mm. Is that a beer? Fancy. Sounds like it. Okay. Cool. Let's rock. Cool. Let's eat. All right. So... Yeah, so in this episode, uh, well, first of all, the cold open was Helen in her wedding dress in the middle of the airport, and then she doesn't want Joe to see her because it would be bad luck. Why would you do that? Because she's an idiot. Well, she said, oh, Joe's flight is up in the air, so I don't have to worry about him seeing me, which Faye then says, no, the flight came in early. He's already back, and he'll be walking in at any moment now. And Which then magically, up. the airport is busier than it has ever been in all six seasons, and she can't run up the Correct. stairs, go right. behind anywhere. She can't hide anywhere. Right. Oh, magically, there's like 5,000 people in this yeah. airport. So, yes. this, <clears throat> I don't know if this did this for anybody else, but this, I even though this was a cold open, I thought this was going to go in a wildly different direction. What were you expecting? I thought this was going to be about, more about Joe and Helen's wedding. Then about Brian being a philanderer. <laughs> oh, like the episode? Yeah. Um, but, so Helen has this wedding dress. And it's got shoulder pads and... <laughs> looks, uh, the shoulder pads have yeah. shoulder pads. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it looks you look terrible, though. It looks like the dress that Daphne Zuniga wears in Spaceballs. It does look like the dress that Daphne Zuniga wears in Spaceballs. You're right, Doug. Yeah. I don't get to say that very often, because you're so often wrong. <laughs> This is true. But this time, you're right. Well, it's not every day I'm finally right about Daphne Zuniga. It's true. Or Spaceballs. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? That's right. Right. Um, but yeah. but to, to Doug's defense, he is constantly surrounded by assholes. So, this was a long cold open, wasn't it? I don't know. It felt long. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, oh yeah, because so she, like, one of the funniest parts I thought in this is when she does the big old dive behind the bar. That was great. Like that her, was her lunch counter. Uh, yeah. Good physical comedy. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to hide and Lowell's hammering something into the wall so she can't get into the kitchen. And then he picks her up and is like, You're getting your dress dirty. Yes. And then Joe sees her. Yeah. Yeah. And she starts to cry and Lowell says, Look what you did, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, don't you realize it's bad luck? And then he realizes what he did, and he says, oh, and he lets Helen go, and she takes it. <laughs> Whoever was doing the stunt work for Helen, mm-hmm. she earned her paycheck mm-hmm. for this episode, because there were a bunch of fucking flops and flies and bumps and bruises and shit. 
Oh, yeah. Good. I mean, she is in uh, Slumber Party Massacre too, so maybe she's her own stunts. Oh, there you go. You got a point there. That's true. The, the best of the Slumber Party Massacre series. You yeah, you think so? Incorrect, Doug. You think so? Because <laughs> it, it's insane. You, you it had has, a good streak. It has nothing to do with the first one. Yeah, and it's insane. There's a rockabilly dude with a guitar drill. It's rock. Yeah. I obviously have a lot to weigh in on on Slumber <laughs> Party Massacre. <laughs> Fun movies. Jump mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> um, I feel like people who, and there's nothing wrong with this, and this is a sidebar, but I feel like the people who like Slumber Party Massacre 2 better than Slumber Party Massacre are the same people that like Prom Night 2 more than Prom Night. Is that true? Those are such different films. I don't even put them in the same. So universe. we're so, so is Slumber Party Massacre and Slumber Party Massacre too. I make an exception for those. Okay, thanks. Doug. <laughs> Get a good streak of being right. Proud of you. Doug. Ended at one. Um, <laughs> Better than none. That's true. So, yeah. So this that's the cold open, and then this episode becomes about local television in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It does because Brian is invited it's on in Boston television. It's it's it, it's lo- like it's Boston, right? This wasn't it's a national local. I mean, yeah, this wasn't a nationally syndicated show, right? This was a Boston local talk show. It was a Boston talk show. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was your favorite '90s talk show? Oh. Uh, I was a I was a big fan of Jenny Jones. I knew you were going to fucking say that for some. Yeah, I like Jenny Jones. Sure. She's a good drummer too. Um, mm-hmm. She had a really sad way her show ended, though. It's very tragic. Yeah. How did her show end? Uh, she had a like a like expose sort of on. I don't remember exactly the the setup or what it was, but she like was it a couple? Something it was happened. People who were like secretly in love with their friends. Yeah, yeah, or and, yeah or and she like exposed them on the show, and the one person who got their secret revealed ended up uh, committing suicide because of the embarrassment of the show. Oh, wow. And then that was sort of, from then on, Jenny Jones was sort of really toned down until she was just canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. My favorite talk shows, and I don't know if we would count these as 90s, but when I was a kid, I really liked, um, oh, God, why can't I remember their name? Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Mm -hmm. She had the best glasses. Yes. And uh, Donahue. Yeah, Donahue was good. Well, Donahue had Guar a bunch, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was Before also... Springer. I think they were also on Sally J.C. Raphael. They really made their talk show. was that your favorite one? Was that your favorite 90s talk show? I don't think that I had a favorite one, but mm-hmm. I did once go to a taping of Ricky Lake. Okay. Well, that, I liked Ricky Lake. Yeah. There was uh, about club kids who were um, the reason that we have to show ID to buy cough medicine now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Ricky Lake is sort of like, an, I guess Jenny Jones too, but like... Ricky Lake was like a star. Like Ricky Lake's in Hairspray. She's yeah. Serial Mom. Ricky Lake was uh, in the first two seasons of King of Queens. Oh, really? She was Doug's sister. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but like Hairspray alone is such a classic. And then yeah. she got this talk show, and then sort of. I hope she's doing okay. I hope she just she's not working because she doesn't need to. Yeah. But mine. Um, she had Crybaby too, right? Didn't she Crybaby's sister in that or no? Not sure. Is Mine she in Crybaby? Uh, Springer for one reason, one reason only. Okay. Peter Steele was on it. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, typo <laughs> Negative just put out a AI generated music video for uh, I don't remember what song. You don't. Uh, that you said enough words. I don't know it, how that I just feel made me about very that. Upset, yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Doug, favorite yes. talk show. 
Oh God! Of the nineties. Of the nineties, yeah. Uh, it, it's not so much like the specific hosts or hostess. It was always about who was on. And if I'm going to watch some trashy television, I want to watch really trashy television. Okay. Springer. So it so was Springer. Springer sometimes, or if somebody else really had a risque episode. Like, I remember as a kid seeing an episode of Donahue where they had a bunch of guests on and they were all nude, so they were blurred out. Okay. That's wow. hilarious. <laughs> as they were part of, like, some art exhibit where it was all of them just making out, and it was... Uh, a heterosexual couple, a lesbian couple, and a gay couple. Mm. And they had some weird dude on there with a beard who was, like, just ranting and raving about how, like, it was all immoral. And, of course, the yeah. episodes where, you know, if Guar's on an episode, I'm in. Or, of course, there's the famous Geraldo episode that uh, Gigi uh-huh. Allen on. Yeah. Although, uh, Allen made, he made the rounds of a bunch of talk shows. And, of course, the Pete Steele episode's always good. Or, wasn't there also an episode they had the mentors on? Yep. Uh-huh. And they got into some shit with Guar. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, le- like a lesser known one, I think, like, uh, Courage Crew was on. It was all, like, about straight edge and shit. Oh, wow. I think it was, like, more regional, like, to Detroit mm-hmm. area, though. Yeah. Oh, and how can I forget the Morton Downey Jr. show? Oh, well, that, that, <laughs> everybody <laughs> forgot the Morton Downey Jr. Except show. For, except for oh, Joe's post. Blow that Mantis. smoke in my oh, face. Mr. Downey. Downey. Oh, my Downey. favorite <laughs> episode of any oh. talk show ever <laughs> is the episode where I think that they did have the mentors on. And Sly Mentra beats, the, one beats dude up. the dude up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah, she dives across the thing. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Downey. Oh, Mr. Downey. Mr. Downey. Oh, no, oh, no more smoke in my um, So, but in this talk yes. show, um, Brian thinks that he's asked on because, what was it, like, young, hot, single, yeah, like single smart, 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 sexy, oh, sexy smart, yeah. and single. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And then they sit... He sits down. He invites everybody to come. Mm-hmm. Um, Antonio's a super fan. Right. Antonio is a super fan. Joe and Helen don't come. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Joe and Helen don't come, but he gets there. They start talking to him, asking him uh, different questions about his love life, and then he realizes that that is not why he's there, and we now have the return of... Alex. Alex, which I gasped at. Yeah, you did audibly gasp. Yeah, I'm a, my man got blind. So. I'm a big fan of Alex, and I've been Love waiting for Alex. the return. Uh, no Casey in this episode at all. Loved that. Uh, <laughs> and so I was just happy to have to have Alex back. Yeah, you know, even I think it's just obviously just for this episode. I think this was the one and only episode that will get her back. I yeah. think she's done for good now. Right. But well, and she was. was she was. She was unkindly fired from the show. We talked about this when she yeah. left. They just felt there was nothing left for her to do on the show, so they just didn't renew her contract. Yeah. Right. And I think that's bull hockey. Well, and she disappears, like, off camera. Like, there is right. no... in between you know, seasons. Right. There's no, like, final moment of her being on the show, really. Yeah. They just wrote her off, and mm-hmm. she's gone. So this was a nice, like, little bit of closure, I think, for the... Yeah. audience, mm-hmm. which they must have known because they yeah. said that this was her closure too. Yeah, right. So. I would love to know if there was some sort of, like who was writing into the networks in yeah. 1990, <laughs> right. whatever, and saying like, what the hell happened to Alex, and then this was the one where yeah. she could come back and speak her piece. The, the yeah. weirdest thing I think we've ever done on this show, or not done, but the weirdest thing that's ever happened to us on this podcast is when we were recording her debut episode, The Day She Died. It was like that. Yeah. It was oh, the. That's right. It was a couple days after. Yeah. Like, yeah. We were recording, and I think she had died like, yeah. the day before. Or really crazy. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, that was about a year, not yeah, quite a year and a half ago, something like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think it was yeah. early twenty two, uh, which is insane. Um. 
But uh, but yeah, so uh, Antonio, Lowell, Roy are in the in the audience. Uh, Antonio is it loves this show, and Brian gets trapped, and uh, you know it's they're not wrong about Brian. Oh no, they're not. Um, I don't know. I, I, do you think do TV shows actually do that? I guess they did, right? You sort of bait and switch people. Uh, oh yeah, you know? yeah. I think like they that's did. how those, those talk shows worked. Yeah, I don't know. Like I know you mentioned after the Jenny Jones incident. Yeah, I don't think they right. Did they that stopped anymore. doing that. Maybe what? yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, well that know. Jenny Jones incident did kind of lead to the downfall well, of that what? style. Even Maury Povich after that only became paternity well, tests. Was mm-hmm. it? I don't even know. Was this a Jenny Jones episode? Somebody got murdered. From. Oh, yeah. maybe that's what it was. Maybe it wasn't think, suicide. Maybe I murder. think it wasn't suicide. I think oh, that they got okay. murdered because what the the setup was was the roommate was in love with the roommate, and it was two men. Oh, right. And maybe that's what it was. So the roommate like didn't know that the guy who took him on the show was gay, and he took him on the show to say that he had a crush on him. Yep. And I'm pretty sure yeah. the roommate murdered him. And so, like, he had no idea why he was it, there. It was, in fact, a murder. Strike everything I said from yeah. the record. Yeah. And so, sadly, like, the roommate who was gay and brought his other roommate there to tell him he was in love with him got murdered. And I think that was the end of, yeah. like, so that gotcha piece where they bring right. people on that didn't know why they yeah. were going to be so there. So, it was, it was March of 95. Uh, the three days prior to the shooting, they were on revealing my same sex secret crush, 32 year old gay man, uh, publicly revealed his love of a 24 year old straight man. Three days later, the straight man shot the gay man twice in the chest and killed him. Which is funny. That was a month after this episode. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. say wow. What was wow. the date that this episode aired? So yeah. this one came out February 28th of March 9th. The, yeah, the so murder was even. on March 9th. Oh my God. It was like 95. Yeah. Wow. That's spooky shit. Holy um, shit. That's and so uh, he admitted to the murder, was found guilty of second degree murder. Uh, the family of the gay man, uh, whose name was Scott Amador, right? uh, tried to sue Jenny Jones, and the show was found not to be liable, and the, ep- the episode was never actually aired. Okay. It was shown to the jury, but, yeah. the, but they pulled the episode. It's so sad and tragic, yes. and um, sadly... This is a downer, but sadly, I'm not sure we've come that far since 1995. Yeah. No. But we might be backsliding a little. Yeah. So, it also, apparently here, according to the footage of the murder trial, uh, it was stated by a friend of Amador that the two men went out drinking the night after the taping and had an alleged sexual encounter. Oh. Mm. So. Talk show. Yeah. The hallmark of 90s it, trash. It literally, yeah. literally went to the Truly. bank, took out money, bought a shotgun, drove to the guy's house and killed him. Jesus Christ. Yes. A lot of issues. And called nine, let, drove away, with. called 911, admitting to the murder. Cold-blooded. Yeah, yeah so again, I say, why second degree? Right. right? That's, pre- <laughs> that's about as premeditated as you get. Yeah. Um, I'm going to assume maybe it was... I, a plea. I'm assuming, yeah, it was like, basically, yeah. I'll, I'll bet you anything to conversation where the DA said to the guy... You admitted to it. We know you did it. Right. If you take a take a plea to second, you won't get the death penalty. When I would imagine that this was something where they were trying to avoid the gay panic defense, which is yeah. the worst. Right. Thing. Right. Like yeah. that's true. Crap. I didn't even think defense, about the. But. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So let, let's bring this back to yeah. the hilarity of wings. Um, <laughs> and not the shittiness of reality. Right. So Joe shows up late because Joe is meeting. He couldn't go initially because him and Helen are, are meeting with the reverend that Helen wants to marry them. So they meet at the airport because, I guess, instead of meeting at the house, I don't know, I guess because Joe wants to hop a plane and get to the show if there's enough time. Well, they could only just afford the one set. <laughs> right. I was about to say that. Well, we have a house set. They can meet at Helen or Joe's house. We've seen both of but those I things. I think it was remodeled to be the talk show set in this episode. Oh, so. uh, maybe. Or some one of the other NBC shows. So, right, exactly. There. Somebody yeah. Yeah. friends was filming in that set so, or something. Uh, we meet the Reverend. Who the joke here is that he's a slow talker. Oh, it was painful. Who it was so painful. I have no idea, Brett. No. What? Why would you do that? Brett, you know. It's a legit question. Oh, the Reverend. Throw a drink in your face. Uh, <laughs> the Reverend played by Richard McGonagall. Uh, McGonagall. From Harry McGonagall. Potter. Oh, sure. okay. no, not, like not true. Uh, still acting. Uh, Good for him, still getting work. Does a voice on Samurai Jack, a bunch of voices on the regular that, show. That's still on. Um, that still on? that no. was 2021. Um, <laughs> what? It's still on. Let's see. Lots doing? of voiceover work. Uh, lots of lots of random Ben Ten, Batman Brave and the Bold. He was the voice of Brainiac, Perry White, yeah. Professor Nichols, and Sardath. So literally, only voice acting. Uh, I mean. No, but nothing oh. nothing of note otherwise. Lots of weird TV little spots. Okay. Legion of Superheroes. He played a Kandorian and a, an evil wizard. He was in the bucket list with Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman as board chairman. Yeah, he does board really board well. Board spelled B-O-R-E-D. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. that's what I meant. Rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of voice. Ooh, Jag. Uh, lots of lots of voiceover. You're a jag over. if you keep going. I'm a <laughs> uh, one episode of the Clueless TV show, <clears throat> two episodes of Pacific Blue starring Mario Lopez. Oh, that heart Pacific throb. Blue. Oh, that baby, heart what a throb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's oh, an episode of Seinfeld. Right after Wings, he did. He hit Seinfeld and Wings in the same year. <sighs> Big so, numbers. And he Fashion also the voice of Doctor Franklin ah. Storm in the Fantastic Four animated series from 1996. Welcome. Yeah. So he's a things. he's a slow talker. That's the joke here, and it's painful. It is. He is more than a slow talker. It it, it seems like he is on Valium. Yes, yeah, but he's not because we learned sure. he had three cups <laughs> of coffee. So I know you got to stop. Joe even calls him <laughs> Reverend Valium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which yeah. although. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and like say this was a Prince play. Prince Valium, second Spaceballs reference of the night. <laughs> There's that, and also I feel like this was a reference. There was a slow talker gag on Night Court several years before this. So you say, oh, you say okay. they're biting off a Night Court? <laughs> yes. Copy an A, get an A. Oh, well, in this case, oh. copy an A, get a C-. minus. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they missed some of the, some of the, the copying. Well, let's say um, the Night Court is untouchable. So Joe's anxious to get out of there. Helen's like, this is the only time he could meet. Uh, and the whole time I'm just thinking, that wedding is going to be so long. I would, yeah, I could never hear a man talk that slow and then be like, yes, I want him right. to definitely marry us. Right. We I were, I mean, saying. the guy who married us was a judge and he was like drinking beforehand, wasn't he? I don't know, that, no. was, that was Marie's wedding. Never yeah, <laughs> he, was dr- he was drinking at Marie's wedding. Yeah, he yeah. was. But no, he was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he was great. But we were at a wedding before ours of a friend and he was drinking with the groom. Before the wedding, if anybody out there wants to get married, 
You're looking at two Universal Life Church uh, ordained ministers. Excuse me, three. Three. Let's go. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Well, wings on wings wedding. Wings on wings. We got you covered for wings, wings, wings on wings, and marriage. Yeah. So uh, if you are looking to get married, just let us know. We will uh, sell you a package where you can get married by Wings on Wings hosts. We'll serve wings. Yeah. And we'll bring the best hot sauces. There you go. Yeah. We'll make your guests watch wings. Yeah. And we'll bring our own cloaks. That's right. For the low, low price of $45,000. And we will find somebody who, who has well, been on wings to come and be in the wedding. Let's not down. Let's not. Okay, that's going to jack the price up, though. Not, that, not like one of the main Brian stars. That, just guy, like, he, that, that yeah. guy he just mentioned yeah. will come. Right. Yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> we're having the discussion about capes versus cloaks. Yeah. I'm sorry. We, sorry, we just broke into four conversations. Well, cloaks are acceptable. I don't know about capes, though. No, capes don't have What's a hood. What's the difference? Just the hood? Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like there's more of like an enclosure with a cloak as well. Yeah, the cloak is like, ah! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you feel more alive. <laughs> sure. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. Uh, we'll um, have the cape versus cloak to, uh, that's on uh, the right. Patreon. Patreon, yes. We'll talk about <laughs> Getting back on track. And we haven't talked about the sauce at all. We haven't. We haven't talked about food's best friend, lucky dog, chrome. Um, It's good. I like it. I like it. Anyway. Okay. Wow, that's great. So... so uh, can we just get to the point where uh, Roy, where Alex shows yeah, up? Yeah, and... that's what I wanted to talk oh, about, oh, Roy, was Broken Roy, 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 because we really enjoyed it. Yes, that. Broken oh, Roy was so yes. great. So okay. when Roy calls himself the, the House of Roy, or Hotel Roy, or whatever he said. But, even but it started oh. in the audience. Yes. When really? the host, mm-hmm. he stood up because he was like, I've got to say something. You're badgering this man, mm, and whatever. Right. And then she basically... Broke him. Yeah. She, he, well, he says you was chicks. Yeah. And then she yelled. That's at it. Him. Right. That's well, it. Yeah. Until he, yeah, until he gets the upper hand on Roy, like very handily. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. then Joe walked in and sat in the yeah. aisle, and then made everything way worse. Right. Because um, he was still under the impression that it was about like attractive, smart, single men. Yeah. Right. Yes, and he said they were, he said that his brother is like a lady killer or whatever, and it right. runs in the family, and blah blah blah. Which I will say, I was really surprised by the fact that uh, he obviously ran out of this meeting with the priest. He says it. He says in between one of his pauses. Yeah. Exactly. And then shows up in the audience. And then we never see Helen again. Nope. For the we rest of the episode. I was expecting there to be a huge fight or mm. something like, how could you have left? Or a flashback that's like, obviously, you guys should not get married. And it's the only fast things that he says. But <laughs> I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure it was written in. And then they decided to cut it because they're like, we only... Got 23 minutes for this episode. That's true. So let's not belabor the point. Yeah. Like, that should have been the end credits scene. Like, you yeah. flashback and Helen's still stuck there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. Okay, that, that would have been, been funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, you're writing jokes better than the show did in yeah. 1995. Well, you know. yeah. But we finally get back to the yeah. airport, yeah. and Roy is broken. He is and broken. it is lovely. It is. It's the best well, thing. Because Alex happen. shows up. She yeah. wants to talk to Brian, and Roy says, "Oh, I see you finally come crawling back, or whatever." You're hanging out with ordinary men, right? And now <laughs> stop at the hotel, at the hotel Roy. Roy, which I, I thought he was going to say Hotel Biggins, <laughs> and Hotel Roy, which she then says, uh, "Oh yeah, it's the place that with it's like the rundown with place the small with the small that elevator that doesn't go. that never goes up." Yeah, yeah. and he like wilts and he then says crying. like this, this, she's mean, <laughs> mean. he yeah. cried twice yeah. he cried twice it was a beautiful sight <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the porn king in Nantucket is uh yeah. he's cracking yeah. he's on he his stays heels. broken yeah that would be 
the best It'll be thing a great character arc yeah, yeah. yeah. That he's just like weepy and like yeah. sad and also very respectful of women like, like from now yes. on out that would be great so well so speaking of that uh Brian's in the office and uh, Alex sees Faye and they hug and then Faye asks where Brian is she said he's in the office and when she knocks on the door he says if you're a woman I'm, he's like I, I respect you I adore you blah 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 and then she comes and he goes I take it all back yeah so my favorite thing with um, when he when Brian gets back to the airport too is that Faye is like um, you've got a bunch mm. of messages right. you have three death threats ten women who think that they can fix you <laughs> And then yeah. I don't remember yeah. what the other two was, but it was really funny. Mm-hmm. She has like this stack of messages. Oh, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. right. We forgot oh. that part. Oh. And one message, uh, one attaboy from Andrew yeah. Dice Clay. Right. <laughs> Which, Little boy blue, he needed the money. Oh. At that point, it was also, what, like three, four years after his like cultural heights? Yeah. So yeah. already it was a dated joke. Really? You think 95? Andrew Dice Clay wasn't still on top of the world. When did uh, Ford Fairlane came yeah, out in 1990? Okay, okay. okay. all right. Wow, okay. What's everyone's yeah. favorite Andrew Dice Clay joke? What's everyone's favorite Andrew Dice Clay n- nursery rhyme? Tatum, do you not know who Andrew Dice one. Clay is? No, I do. Okay, all right. Please don't tell me. Okay, so there's so so there's two, and they're great. So uh, the 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 two best ones ever are uh, Little Miss Muffet sat in her tuffet eating her curds away. Along came a spider, sat by, down beside her, and said, "Hey, bitch, what's in the bowl?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> the fucking dice man. <laughs> the other one is Old Mother Hubbard went to her cupboard to get her dog a bone, and when she bent over, Rover took over, and she got a bone of her own. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the fucking Dice Man. Uh, dice Man rules. No. In a complete, yeah. that, in a complete So only, you see why I don't have a favorite. Yes. Right. In, 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 in only 1990. Like, dice really? Man ruled the world. He, he did. And he had a little bit of a comeback recently, like trying to be a legitimate actor and all that sort of yeah. stuff. But, uh, oh, the Dice Man. What a, what a weird you section of time. You can't come back from that. Yeah, you can. He was the biggest no. comedian in the world. He was massive. Yeah, he did. He, he was, was a monster. Yeah. He was on top for a while there. Yeah. He was doing like sold out shows yep. at what, Radio City Music Hall? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he Probably tried to make a, a comeback because of the joke in um, Russian Doll? Maybe. So, which is one of my favorite jokes in Russian yeah, Doll. Yeah, my favorite joke. No, in it was Russian before Doll. that. Because it was it was more than a couple of years ago. He was in a Woody Allen movie. He actually got like Golden Globe nominated. Not a good. Yeah, I was having yeah. a ringing endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, Russian Doll, she makes the joke that she Natasha is. Leon. Yeah, Natasha Leon makes a joke that she's like if um, the Andrew J. Clay and the little girl from Brave had a baby. Yeah. And uh, the, the guy, I can't remember his name now, Joe, maybe, is like, um, oh, I love Brave. And she's like, and I love the Dice Man. Right. That's so, I never watched season two of it. It's good. good. Not as good, but it's good. But it's good. It gets there. It's satisfying. It's sad. I think the best Andrew Dice Clay jokes are when uh, Gilbert Godfrey used to do the parody of him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it's like, it was, I mean, for a ridiculous shtick, it worked for what it was at the time. Because it was, he was looking for attention and he was like, okay, some people are going to find this hilarious. Some people are going to be offended. But it's going to get my name in the press no matter what. So I'll have notoriety. I mean, he got two vanity films. You know, Brain Smasher and fucking Fairlane. Right. Yeah. So it worked, but it's... God, do I love Brain Smasher, a love story. <laughs> oh, it's so good. 
So good. <laughs> Joe Sposo was on the phone for you. It's Andrew. <laughs> it's Andrew Dice Clay protecting. I don't remember who it was. I want to say Terry Hatcher, but I don't think it is Terry Hatcher. Protecting her. Protecting. He's a, he's a he's a bouncer, and Terry Hatcher is gonna. I think I'm pretty sure it's Terry Hatcher. She's she's getting like hunted like by like ninjas come to kill her and he's like the tough guy bouncer that has to protect her and the twist in the movie is he goes to give the ninja the old one two that he learned from his mama and the old one two is a hit in the crotch and then an uppercut but he gives him the one and the ninjas don't react and the whole thing is that all these ninjas have been castrated so they're they're better at fighting that's like the whole twist of the movie spoiler alert very weird um, Honestly, I was about to say Lauren Holly, but in my mind, I've merged Brain Smasher and Ford Fairlane into one film. Yes. Well, I'll oh, look it up. No. Well, don't look it up. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle just made an executive decision. I was going to say, no. we're not. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is, is Wings on Wings, not Free Holies. It is, on, in uh, fact, Terry Fairlane. Hatcher. Dug wrong again. Um, yeah, I said I'm blended. <laughs> no. Never mind. You so, silly fuck. Um, so, uh, Brian and Alex end up. Uh, Having a, a a reunion, if you will, they're having a little bit of like a screaming match in the hangar. Yeah, um, and the most predictable scene. They yeah, start sure. screaming at each other, and make, out, make out, make out, run screaming. out, come yeah. back together. Okay, here's a question. So that was always a thing in 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 TV and movies. Mm-hmm. Two people are yelling at each other, and all of a sudden yeah. they start making out. Yeah, that doesn't really happen, does it? Oh yeah, uh, all the time. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I only hate fuck. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, no, I don't think well, that it does. Wings, wings after dark. Tatum, Tatum you, fi- you finally made it on, uh, as a regular on Wings on Wings. On a bus. On a bus. <laughs> Top five presidents you'd have sex with. No. Dead presidents. Dead, Dead presidents you'd have sex with. No, so uh, to answer your question, I don't think it actually happens. I think... Makeup sex happens. Yeah, I mean, no, no makeup definitely. sex happens. It happens. Um, but not, like <laughs> not, not to that extreme. Yeah. Okay, but but like there there needs to be a cooling off period uh, because I have uh, pissed Michelle off enough in our relationship to know that when we fight, she doesn't want to look at me at all, <laughs> let alone me like, oh hey, <laughs> have sores. So, yeah. But yeah, I think it is it is very much a movie and TV trope. Okay. Yeah. I assumed as much, but being as so uh, incompetent when it comes to relationships, I was mm-hmm. like, does this really happen? And yeah, anyway. Yeah, I don't, I've never, like, been like, oh my god, shut the fuck up, and then two minutes later, like, yeah. get down. Nah, it's not happening. All right, that all yeah. fits then. Yeah, I think if that's your turn on, you should call your therapist. Yeah, yeah I have to agree, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Brian comes to the realization that he needs to call his therapist because he realizes that he's only attracted to women when they're unavailable to him. Yes. Yes. Uh, because what a personal growth in this episode of Wings. Him and Alex sleep together, and then the next morning he's like, "Oh, I don't want to be with Alex. I don't. I'm not still in love with her. Mm-hmm. We have to break this off." And then Alex comes in and she's like, "I don't want to be with you. Right. I'm over you. Like I thought that I wanted to be where I thought I was angry." But I just needed closure, and now I want to break up. And then right. all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I'm in love with you still. So it's... Even, like, when he's, like, yelling for her to come back, he just looks to the side and just goes, I'm a sick puppy. Like, right. he knows yeah. what he's doing. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Well, and then at the end, when she's, like, she's leaving her, her helicopter, we find out that she's working for Boston Med, Medvac. 
um, you, you hear her helicopter leaving, and he's, like, yelling to her, and then Joe comes in, and he says something. I don't remember what he says. Oh, can you imagine her running back saying, like, I love you, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, or whatever, and then he goes, all right, goodbye. Yeah. So, you're cleared for takeoff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, and then what was the... The after credits? That was the after, the after credits. Well, oh. right. There is the whole story that yeah. we missed, because um, it's not all that important or funny, where Lowell goes oh, to no, the taping yeah, uh, of the talk uh, show. I just remembered that, and I, I thought that the, the, the payoff of this was funny. So he thinks that his iron, he left his iron on while yes. he's at the talk show, and so he's very concerned that his house is going to burn down. And Roy is like, oh, what's the worst that can happen? Your house will burn down. You'll lose everything. It's not a big deal. So Lowell on TV, on, on yes. the show, says, I think I left my iron on. I live at, you know, 230, yeah, whatever. close to this address. Church Street. And uh, the, the key's under the mat. Right. <laughs> and then at the end, he, uh, the next day, he comes into the airport. He stops and just yells, I've been robbed. <laughs> As they, took, they took the TV. They took the camcorder. But then the iron was off. And there, but in the background, there's an old man with a camcorder. Yes. That, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Like, that had to be uh, on purpose, I would assume. I would assume so. So... Anybody else have anything, anything else to say about this episode of Wings? I think we've. Uh, I don't think there's any meat left on that bone. Anybody else want to talk about anything about Brain Smasher, a love story? No. Can we talk okay. about Ford Fairlane for a little while? No. no. All right. Who's going? Who's going to rate the episode first? The person holding the sauce, which would be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take them, leave the sauce. Well, I episode not on sauce. That one. Uh, okay. The episode. As long as it was hateful. Um... <laughs> walked right into that um i this i don't know it wasn't uncomfortable as most but it wasn't really funny there wasn't really a great storyline like a i'll say like a two okay yeah i'm gonna go just a little bit higher just because i was excited to see alex again Mm -hmm. and so like i i am one of those people that i did feel a little bit of closure um, I was sad that we didn't get yeah. to see her, and so I'm gonna go 2.75. I think right. you know I'm just gonna go a little bit above average, but mm-hmm. I was happy to get that closure. Where I think this is the last time we'll see Alex. Yeah, but it was good to get that moment right. where we saw her again. Uh, I'm hitting a three because I was happy to see Alex. I like Lowell being robbed. I like <laughs> Broken Roy. Broken Roy was a good. <clears throat> that was a win. Uh, and I like like Antonio. <laughs> like everybody's like nobody watches that show and Antonio comes and he's like oh whatever her name I forget what her he name was, was. such he's a fanboy so boy. excited yeah. and also we didn't mention this but Brian at one point does an impression of Antonio and it's perfect yeah it was actually uh, so three uh, extra points for, for Brian doing an impression of Tony Shalhoub's impression of an Italian man <laughs> Doug uh, as a Wings episode goes, this is definitely not the worst we've ever seen. And it was kind of an amusing jump back in time to look at, because this is clearly lampooning the talk shows of the 90s that were such a thing, especially mm-hmm. like early 95. That was peak of that. So I, the majority of the weight I'm giving to this episode, uh, the score I'll give is a 2.5, and most of that is the strength I'm getting to see for her fork again, because she looks stunning in this episode. Yeah, yeah. she really did. Yeah. yeah. She what was did you say fantastic. 2.75, Doug? Uh, we said 2.5. 2.5. Yeah. 2.5. Okay. 2.5. Yeah. So I was originally going 2.5, but then you reminded me of that impression. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go 2.75. All right. Uh, I thought it was very middle of the road, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go 2.75. I like it. Uh, Lucky Dog. Date him. Read it. What, what, get the full name of the sauce because I don't remember it. 
All right. Talking this is Chrome. Food's Best Friend, mm. Lucky Dog Chrome. Uh, this is Red Savina Habanero with Drake's 1500 Dry Hopped Pale Ale. Uh, oh, no, just pale. Um, I really loved this sauce. Yeah. Um, I thought it had a lot of flavor. The heat is not too much. It was something that I could actually like toss the wings in and not not be too overpowering. I love the little bit of hoppy flavor in the back of it. Um, I'm going to give this like a 3.75. Nice. Yeah, I agree. This was really good. I felt like it was a little bit garlicky. You could taste like the beer flavor. And I feel like... Um, like Tatum said, it was it was hot. It wasn't like a really mild sauce. It was hot, but it was not so hot that it it's kind of something you couldn't eat on a regular day. And so you could easily do like a dozen wings with this, and um, it was very tasty. I'm gonna go uh, a three point seven five as well. High ratings. Uh, I too really like this sauce. Uh, I my one complaint. I, I wish. One of the flavors was a little more distinct. I think it's sort of just like I don't, I don't I can't describe it to say, but like I like it a lot, and it's like sweet, but like a little ambiguous as to what the sweetness is. They all meld together. Yeah, all the flavors. Yeah. Uh, so I was like hoping for something a little, maybe a little bit like which well, I, more of a dominant one of the flavors. But I really like it. Uh, the heat is good. Michelle and I have had this conversation. Like habanero is like. The most versatile pepper, like the heat is really good. It could blow a lot of people away for the if you're not used to hot stuff. But like habanero is a really versatile pepper. It tastes good on its own. The spice level is high if you eat enough of it. Uh, so that's like the perfect pepper to make sauces out of just as an everyday sort of casual enjoyment factor. But I dug this. This has been sitting in the cabinet for a little while. Uh, I thought this was very good. Uh, I am going to match your 3.75. Just just shy of a four. It was very good. Um, not much to for me to say that has not already been said. This is a very good sauce. Uh, the one thing I am going to knock off a little bit for is uh, when I put some out on the plate, it separated on me. Um, other than that, this was an excellent sauce, but I'm still going to go with 3.5, which is a very strong score. So, yeah, y- y'all should go check this shit out. Yeah, I'm just going to parrot what everybody said. And uh, I'll go uh, 3.5. I agree. It was very, very good. Very tasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it has like a... It's a between medium and hot on there with a little thermometer on the bed, yeah, on the bottle. Fair. So The heat's there, but it's very short-lived. Yeah, it's not, yeah, not a lingering heat at all. It's not a lingering heat at all. I agree. Yeah. So, very good, though. You can taste the roasted garlic. Yeah. I'm a sucker for roasted garlic. You can garlic. taste the roasted garlic. That's yeah. true. So, check it out. Uh, I'm trying to find a, a website here. Uh, LuckyDogHotSauce.com. So, yeah. Go uh, buy their this shit. Is, this is delicious. Also, I think their illustrator is listed on there. Who oh, was really? she? Yeah. Uh, turn a little bit. Turn a little bit. Turn a little bit. Turn Even little more. Little Label designed by Kara Thauer. And it's a nice little puppy with a horseshoe. It Chrome. is. Kara Thauer, you killed it. Yeah. yeah. This brand is also really active on Instagram. Use on breakfast, so lunch, and dinner. follow them. Uh... They they are really out there. Like oh, they go wow. to a lot of um, 
Yeah. Like food shows and trade shows and yeah. fairs and things like so that. So I didn't I active. didn't read this, but it's mandarin orange roasted garlic and savory spice blend. Hmm. Oh, that makes sense. That mandarin orange makes a ton of sense. A lot of their yeah. sauces on their site sound delicious. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be we're definitely gonna revisit because this is good stuff. So we'll we'll check out more of their stuff. Uh, really high recommendation. That was very good. Um, that's it. That's it. Michelle, do the plugs, and we'll get out of here. Uh, check us out at underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram, wings on wings podcast at gmail.com or wings on wings dot com. You can also find us on the soon to be named network at STBN network on Twitter, soon to be named network dot com, soon to be named network dot com. Uh, you can find this and lots of other good podcasts like DJ and Brett's other podcast, We Need Wrestling, uh, Hit My Music, uh, At Odds with Wrestling, Longbox Heroes, Final Wrestling Place. It's good. At you all. Ex- excellent <laughs> job. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week. Who's going to send us out? Wings on wings. Feel the heat and feel the meat. <laughs> hate it. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.